Welcome to World Wide Waste, a podcast about how digital is killing the planet and what to do about it. Virginia Guerin is an urban planner. Each project she supports is guided by a logic of social and societal progress. The main driver of every action is positive change to create a better tomorrow. Always smiling, optimistic, spontaneous and committed, she loves laughing and thinks you can do serious things without taking yourself too seriously and that you can have a lot of fun in the process. Since 2017, she's been committed to the World Cleanup Day programme and is co-founder of the French NGO World Cleanup Day in France, which inspired digital cleanup, which occurs each third Saturday of March every year. Its objective is to raise awareness on digital impacts. The NGO also promotes World Cleanup Day on each third Saturday of September every year. Maybe I can begin with my own story, considering that first I saw that my bin was full of trash, and uh, that was the first step. And I decided to go in a way to be almost zero waste. And the further I go in this, uh, in, on this way, the further I... I realize that there is lots of things around us that are polluting. And that's how finally I came to the digital. Because as many people, I'm using a computer and smartphones for business, for my daily life. And uh, I I was curious to have the capacity to see what's behind the the digital uh, use and uh, behind my computer and all the materials that I have in this uh, electronic digital area. So that's that's how things began. And also in the COVID period, we were forced to stay at home behind our screens. And as a walking update members we were uh, very lacking of uh, opportunities to do something to be active considering the trash and uh, and the way we are citizens committing our uh, local uh, communities and so on that's how we decide to go to to digital cleanup and to to work on this topic what is the problem is that you don't see anything i think that's that's the worst thing and and uh, why it's so hard to make it real to people. And that's how we work here in France with the people to help them to be conscious, to become aware of all the things that are behind the materials and uh, their use also, because it's the material, yes, but it's also the way we use the things without knowing anything. So it's also giving the knowledge to lots of people and especially to the people who are not technical people because everyone is using a smartphone or a tablet or uh, even old people so how can you reach these people how you can make the full population of your country aware of consequences of their use in digital waste and the digital waste they make so that's that's how it began <laughs> you know, it's accident and necessity are the great inventors in so many ways. And I was talking to Anneli as well, just interviewing her in the larger context, and she was saying the same thing about COVID-19 and 
you know, the, the, uh, creating restrictions and that you had to be inventive to try and keep keep the journey of the way. So, you know, y- you got going and, 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 and what did you learn or what did you discover as you as you kind of trained your lens for a moment away from the physical waste and you began to out of necessity because of the COVID lockdown, you began to focus more on on the digital space. What so one thing you key say you say was invisibility. And so what else or how did you begin to overcome this invisibility of digital or what other stuff did you begin to see as you as you focus? First, we decided to create a recipe, like a recipe for the kitchen, <laughs> because on the COVID period, everyone was at home and everyone was cooking. <laughs> Most of the time, you don't have the time to, to cook lots of things at home. And on, so that's how we decided to, to create like a recipe with uh, eight different steps. And we used social networks to ask to all people who were participating to a World Cleanup Day to say, hey, guys, don't feel so bad. Be happy. You can keep going on and do something for the planet and for you. And we also had something about the well-being. As soon as you're, it's like you're, if you're cleaning your own home, you're cleaning your computer. It means that you're also thinking about the things that are important for you and so on. And so we, we we decided to go on this topic, to do something fun all together. Even if we are at home, we can do it. And moreover, it, you, you will be better. You will feel better because you, you are still active. And when your home is clean and uh, it's, you have harmony and it's better for you, you feel better. So as some people were almost depressed from the situation, it was an option to give them some positive impact and input and uh, to be able to share something different with your neighbors, with your uh, friends, with your colleagues. And that's how we, we decided to, to make it. Not to say, okay, guys, CO2 emissions are so bad that uh, we are all uh, going in a big catastrophe. It's just like, just, we just propose you to do something. And from this action, you will learn lots of things. But at the beginning, we don't talk about environment. We just talk about doing something together and uh, to have fun all together, even if we are at home. That's how we, we did it. Well, that's great. I mean, that, you know, it's, it, it sounds wonderful. I mean, uh, I think sometimes my own messaging or whatever is, is too doom and gloom and in the sense of, you know, whatever. But, you know, it's great. Your approach sounds, you know, really, you know, insightful and un- un- understanding of human behavior. And one thing you just said there, I'd like to hear all the the eight steps and everything like that. But you said about that, uh, that when you're focusing on cleaning up, you're also focusing on what's important to you. And that can be a good thing that, you know, you're making decisions about what matters and you're or, and maybe you're figuring out what matters to you as you as you clean up and 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 declutter and and that can that can be a good mental well-being type of activity is is that what i understood you saying yes that's it yes because uh, you you suddenly realize that you have hundreds of pictures that you 
you'll never use or maybe you have uh, 30 times the same one and you don't need it. You And from each step, of course, we had some uh, advices and some information so that the people can feel, okay, if I... If I do that, I will uh, have an impact on this and this. If I send pictures with my smartphones that are very big to everyone, social network, it will have an impact at the end and it will be multiplicated. So it's it's just that, yes, we, we go from the person, the inside of the person, what is important for this person and what do we need? We need to be happy every day. So that's how we we are working. We give the opportunity to people to be happy. And then we give them some information because as soon as they are happy and we were concerned by them and looking at them and taking care of them, they feel concerned by something else because they can just be open at, the, at this moment. Great. And okay, so this recipe, what's the step one in the recipe? Well, the step one of the recipe was first, I think, uh, clean your box mail because I, we, we wanted to give something very simple also. So the first thing is positive action very to make people happy and having fun and then to make it simple. So ev- almost everyone got email box, box mail so, and we give some information on, on how to do it and what is the impact so and we had some short stories on the social networks to help people to do that great and and so any examples of our overall figures there of people telling you oh i had so many gigabytes and now i have or any any interesting stories or or that that would would illustrate the cleaning process what was uh, i think that i i remember a girl that told me that well i opened my box mail like uh, maybe 15 years ago she was talking i think 2008 i think and she said i never delete anything <laughs> i never deleted anything I didn't have uh, any idea of what is impact and so on. And, and she realized that she had hundreds of things. She don't even know all the things that are in the, in the box mail. So from this, we also use the image of the cave that you can have. And uh, you, you don't feel it. But at one stage, it's it's full, so you have to empty it and to to make it uh, real, because lots of people think that things are in the cloud, but clouds are materially somewhere in data centers. It's not it's not in the cloud. It's not in the sky, <laughs> and uh, we realize that people really had the feeling that it's in the sky. Because we use we we use the, the the word of cloud, so it's just like something weird actually. Yeah. So it was very small action because at the same time we we knew that emails are not the best polluters considering digital waste, but it's something very easy to reach. So that's how we proceed. So it's very practical and 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 any did. 
you get any statistics that say, oh, we we helped elite X or was that too difficult to 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 acquire? Any any sense of how many people did it or how much data was deleted or anything like that? It's hard because uh, on this period, it was very unprecise because the, these eight recipes just went to the social networks and everyone can do something. Some So for these very first steps, it's very hard. We don't have any measure at the moment. Okay. And we we won't have because it was really citizens to an opportunity for citizens to to jump on this program and uh, doing something. After that, in September 19, we did a first digital cleanup, all France, uh, with at the same time of World Cleanup Day, which is uh, focusing on the waste in the nature, trash in the nature. From this, we had first figures, and then we had another event on uh, last March. So on this one, we had the more figures again. So what I can what I can share with you is uh, maybe the how we we went step by steps until the last figures. So in uh, 2020, in September, we had 15 millions of uh, files deleted. Wow. We had uh, 22 tera octet. I think it's it's the same in English. <laughs> I hope you ter- uh, terabytes. Is it ter- ter- terabytes? Yeah. Yes, it is. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for the translation. Yes, twenty-two terabytes. So that was that was what we did in uh, twenty twenty. More than uh, six thousand and five hundred people committed in the program, and uh, more than uh, one hundred and fifty cleanups organized everywhere in France. And what is very interesting is that we had companies, for sure, that were using this opportunity to gather all the, the, the their colleagues to do something together because at that time, everyone was at home. So you, you don't have any opportunity to go to the coffee machine and to talk to your colleagues. <laughs> but with this uh, cleanups, they organized like a virtual uh, breakfast and a virtual coffee, and they did the things all together. And on the other hand, we had the citizens that just sent a message on uh, Facebook and say to their uh, neighbors, okay, guys, uh, I propose you to do something uh, next Saturday uh, from 10 to uh, 12 o'clock uh, in Haim, and uh, we will uh, just uh, clean our computers all together. And uh, so that was a very different way to do the things, but uh, we had lots of different contribution, and that was very interesting. The best thing was from the schools, because some schools decided to do something with, uh, especially with students, to clean uh, the computers and to transfer the knowledge to the students about what is the impact of uh, digital uh, waste. So this is was for 2020, and uh, for 2021, the last March. So we had this time. We we went from uh, 150 op- uh, cleanups to almost 500 cleanups. So in six months, there was a very big uh, increase of the way that the people were committed in the program. And lots of companies, again, were jumped, jumped on the program. We had almost 60% of the people who were uh, in the program that are companies. Amazing. And any numbers on, so in, in 2020, you got 15 million files and 22 terabytes 
in March? Any, any numbers compiled for that so far? We had 11 million of emails that were uh, deleted. And this time we went from 15 million of uh, files deleted to 77 million. So we can really, just from this two figures maybe, we can just really see how it's increased. That it's, it's quite normal. Everyone is now working at home and also using chat and video conference. And so the people are connected to these issues. So I think it's just a normal reaction, actually. But what is interesting is that from this uh, digital cleanup day, we give all the people an opportunity to, to be active and to be part of the solution. You know, we are all part of the problem, but with this program, we can just be part of the solution. All this program was made only with volunteer people, volunteering. So we had people from IT because we need experts for this, obviously. And we had also lots of volunteers in marketing and communication to be able to transfer the knowledge in a vocabulary that everyone can understand. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. And any numbers on the amount of terabytes got rid of? So we had 58 terabytes at the end of the, this uh, operation. Those are very substantial numbers and, and just of waste. So that absolutely amazing. There's so many brilliant ideas there about, as you say, bringing, well, 100 people together of all sorts of skill sets to, so that, you know, you can communicate it and technically do it. And so, and I know we're jumping a little bit in the sense, but so step one in the recipe was clean up your, your mailbox. Step two was? Organizing the first digital cleanup day at French in the French territory. Okay, so step two was a kind of let's get together, let's let's make this more than just a an individual. Let's make it a communal activity. And and step three, step three would be do it together again and better than last last year because it, there is at this moment. So first we we made the people happy and doing something from home. Secondly, we we offered them the opportunity to do something together. And secondly, we opened a new field of challenge because all the companies were almost competing all together because they would like to be very like as a model I would say and to say okay we did we did it great and so on so and that's that's the same for all the participants and we made like a challenge between the region of France so that the people can just uh, see who was uh, the most committed in the program right oh that <laughs> i mean human nature it helps to get that little bit of competition going it it in in a positive way it's it's so that if i'm i'm wrong that was that step 3 or step 4 what what step are we at now uh now we are at it's, it's almost step 4 because we we are preparing next digital cleanup day we would be in march next year but uh, what is new for the next program is that we will add the WEE, the W-E-E-E, electronic waste, all the materials. We will make a big campaign here in France to make the connection in the head of people of the impact of uh, all the materials. 
because all what we can erase from our computers in, in, is interesting, but uh, most of the pollution is made by the materials. So we need to work on this topic. So we open a new field and come back to material things so that people can do both and have the complete view of uh, what is the impact of digital waste. Oh, that's, you know, it's so critical because I, as you point out, 80% or so of the, of, of the waste is often in the manufacture of the device. So how how we manage the actual, you know, smartphones and laptops and, and, and deal with them. So that's step four. Absolutely sounds brilliant. So far, what's, what's step five? So I made for you all these steps in the calendar, but the steps uh, that I was talking at the beginning as a recipe was different things that the people can do on their own. Mm. So from this, we had all the fields that you can do in cleaning your devices. So you, we had social networks, which is very hard to do, to be able to clean the social networks, considering each platform is very hard, but we organized very small documents step-by-step to see how you can delete your pictures from Facebook, to see how you can uh, clean your videos in your uh, smartphones and so on. So we had these things also. And then we also had tips about pictures and videos in the social networks not to ask all the social networks or to to go in your profile to say that you don't want the video to be uh, launched without you click you click on it so that it's not uh, automatic for example so it's it was not only cleaning at the end it was also uh, on the last uh, tips how you can do to avoid all this waste so it was it was the last steps were on uh, the way we can uh, act and prepare ourselves not to have all this waste and also some uh, tips on how we can uh, use our mailboxes for example not to have uh, so much emails in the in the box and to keep it forever fantastic so you began to look at behavior and so there's a couple of issues there right so did you do you think it's as easy as it should be in the social media apps to be able to delete or the defaults in social media seem like consumption like autoplay it seems like the defaults are negative are wasteful deliberately wasteful would that be true or what what's your experience do you think yeah, because I know from my experience, from what I'm feeling is that social media is designed to be wasteful. Yes, it's uh, in my opinion, it, it's the worst, really, because I'm communicating and uh, using social networks every day to promote uh, the ideas of zero waste or a secular economy and so on. And what I would like is just to be able to delete all the things that I did in the past maybe 10 years. I don't need to have all these things staying in the platform. And the way to find how you can delete what, where, it's very, very hard and it's becoming more and more harder. 
So that's something. I would really like to uh, commit all the GAFAM in uh, this uh, program so that they can just help people to reduce their footprint, their carbon footprint, and uh, on the way they use social networks. I think the social networks are the responsibility today to help people in cleaning things and using it because they can, they can keep the data. That's, uh, when you erase the picture on Facebook, it's still on Facebook, actually. You don't have it yourself, but they will have it again somewhere. So it's very hard also to... You do, you do the job yourself, but at the end, you're not sure that it's completely deleted. So what is important in this program is uh, for the next step is to have all the industry of IT committed in the program. We had companies that are users of IT that are on board. We are government, we have citizens, we have schools. We now have to uh, have all the IT producers on board. That's, that's how we can go further in this program, I think. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But I think that'll be a huge challenge because these big, big tech their business model is waste. So they will make it more difficult to delete because that's how they control us. And that's how they are ad tech companies, most of them at core. So they see our waste as a way to sell more ads to us in the process. So, so I think they will work actively to make it more difficult for us to delete stuff because it's not in their business interests, unfortunately. I'm not sure that uh, what I did uh, 10 years ago is still interesting to push me some hats. I'm quite sure that uh, our behavior is also evolving. So I think we can do something. We just have to look at the statistics. I'm sure that you, we can know, we can, we can find very easily what are the behavior of people in the past three years. There is something that uh, says when you are in the zero-waste way of life that uh, if you have something in your closet you, do, you didn't use in the past three years, you'll never use it again. I think it's the same for the pictures, for many things. And it's also because you're evolving. So what is the need to keep all the data from me that 10 years ago, I think there is no use. I think in the statistics, we can, we can work with this and, and proving them that uh, we, can, we can do something, even if their business model is based on this. For the moment, actually, we are saying now that plastic is devil. But we see the plastic. We don't see what's behind our devices. And that's even worse, I think. I think, I think we have to ask this guy to be on board. And uh, all the polluters about and making a producer of plastics finally jump on board for World Cleanup Day. They clean the trash with everyone. So I think we can do the same with the GAFA guys. Yeah. No, that's a good, it's a good point that, that actually the old data is of no benefit to anyone. It's, but it's the culture that I find in, it's not just in social media, but in IT in, in general, that it is collect and keep everything forever. You know, that, that, that's a classic IT type of person. They, they really resist data deletion 
you know, because they always have the belief that somehow they'll be able to use it in some way. And and uh, so changing that culture in IT of, you know, that collect everything and then we will at some stage have some use for it in the future to, as you point out, you know, that everything evolves, humans evolve, environments evolve and and data from three or four years ago is of little use. I, you know, most of this data, what I found in my analysis in that up to 90% of data is never used anyway three months after it's stored. So they don't use this data, a lot of it, the older data. It's not used, but, you know, the compulsion to keep it is there and and what you're trying to change is so important and, and those necessary conversations of, of you know, saying it's of no benefit to anybody. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree with that. But uh, as the, all the polluters, if, if I'm referring to petroleum uh, companies, they are all working on the, the way they can change their model. Everyone can do something. It's just You just have to choose to do it. So... And data is a new petroleum, as we say. So, but we can we can do something. We can. I understand that in in data is also very interesting, considering the access you can have to. If I'm talking about open data and being able to share lots of contents, it's very nice because for the knowledge, it's very interesting to be able to share, which is actually the basis of why internet was created. Absolutely, yeah. So, so let's let's come back to maybe to to the to the very first steps of internet in a way, and to talk and to think about. What 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 is the uh, interest and uh, what can we do for that? We can go to to the five G debate. I think five G is very interesting if uh, it uh, helps people to be able to be in better health. But maybe a video and streaming is not is is not the best. So, but it depends. Uh, it's just have. I think everything is is a you have it's a balance. So what is important is uh, the balance, because data is not the devil. It's just it's like plastic. Plastic still something fantastic considering all the opportunities that you have if you are uh, where if you are having lenses yourself. It's very interesting because you can do sports. It's very easier than just wearing glasses, but uh, sometimes. It's the way you transform the things in the in the history in the well. <laughs> no, that, that makes sense. That 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 makes sense. And, and say, just looking, you know, moving out into the broader French landscape, you know, I noticed stories about our back market and, and repairability and reselling, and and I have heard about French data centers that are really trying to create modular server environments where they you know they don't throw away the ser- they really try and repurpose at least the frames of the servers cuz servers are a huge problem in a lot of data centers they end up taking them out after 3 years and destroying them in 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 the process uh, you know to ensure uptime and and security and stuff like that but you know i hear stories that you know, coming out of France, 
which seem to be quite in, enlightened or progressive, in, certainly in comparison to other countries. Is that, is that the sense you have or, you know, what's your own understanding of the, the broader French approach to sustainable technology? Yes, I, I think we have all the stakeholders to do it uh, very quickly, in a way. The government decided to commit all the public sector in sustainable IT. It means that all the departments of states are working on a, on a roadmap for sustainable IT. Then they're working for this with Institute for Sustainable IT, which is actually our co-host of the digital cleanup program in France. We are working with these guys that are very expert on this field. And these guys are also working with government. So we have the citizens with the, the World Cleanup Day, I would say, network. We have the government. We have the experts. And we also have companies that are innovating in this field. We have companies that are working with data centers to reuse the energy of data centers, especially the in the field. They, they can, uh, for example, I, I, we got in Paris here a pool. We can have the good temperature in the pool due to servers and a data center w which is connected to the pool, for example. And we also have the guys that are making the, a second-end uh, market. Uh, we have different companies in that, very in interesting. So we have almost all the ecosystem now in France, and we are very working uh, hard in this field. So I think the idea that you have from uh, foreign countries is, is quite true. What we need is to go further, because as you may know, the GAFAM are not French. <laughs> so that's how we can work with this company, because they are almost having uh, all the companies, all the public sectors, and uh, how we can find another solution or working with them to make them improving themselves in these topics. And it's also the same for the producer of materials, which are not French. So we have a very good ecosystem. We do lots of things, but still we are missing one stakeholder in this program, which are the, like the, the very big company like Microsoft or Google. And uh, on the other hand, also producers like uh, maybe IBM and, uh, these guys are to, 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 to be on board, but uh, still we are, I think we, we are in advance. And I remember three years ago, I was in the US and I was talking with a guy and he said, we are really waiting from France and from Europe to push these things because as Americans, we can't do it because we have a very big part of economy that is connected to, to GAFAM. So that's, that's maybe our uh, commitment for a better planet <laughs> from France. No, it, it's, it's fantastic. And, uh, you know, as you point out, we're, we're all interconnected that, you know, France can only solve so much. But, you know, France and, and Europe can be an inspiration. Yes. You know, as you showed, we all, it has to happen at a government, you've had a very progressive government ideas, you, you've involved business, you've involved citizens. So it's not, it's not looking to one group to carry all the, the weight, 
but everybody, I know it's a cliche, can contribute the citizens coming together in groups to, to delete and to clean up the businesses changing their practices and and uh, and also coming together with employees to to clean up and and the government setting policy and and strategy that triumvirate of 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 forces can really begin to to address the problem i think what what would be interesting and i and i know that the institute of uh, for sustainable it which we are working with uh, is actually working to develop a european network on this to be able to connect government big companies citizens and so that all the stakeholders are part of the of the program and it's very very important i think we can do that yeah yeah and i've talked to some people uh, olivia i don't know second name at the moment in in belgium who has set up a you know i think the the belgium equivalent of 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 the organization you've just listed so there's they're definitely Yeah, that that would be wonderful to see. Hopefully, we can get it, uh, these sorts of initiatives happening in in more European countries, and then uh, around the globe, a pickup around the globe. Because a lot of the stuff, a lot of the tips, and what you've learned doing it in France is is applicable everywhere. It's it's you know and and reusable everywhere. Any, I I think we've covered a lot of really interesting stuff there, Virginie. Any final thoughts or any area that you'd like to talk about or did, that we 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 haven't covered so far? I think maybe I would like I would be happy to end with my preferred motto is uh, less blah blah and more action. And I think everything is really connected to action, even if the first action that you do is a very small te- steps. What is important is to begin. And everyone can do something, considering where you are in the world, when you are in your company or in your uh, daily life, your impact would be maybe larger or smaller. But we don't care. What is important is that everyone is on board and we do it all together. And that's it, I think. So maybe I would be happy to end with uh, less blah, blah and more action. Yes, all together. <laughs> If you're interested in these sorts of ideas, please check out my book, Worldwide Waste, at jerrymcgovern.com. To hear other interesting podcasts, please visit thisishcd.com.